Nobody asked for this conversation to continue between Aaron Wong and Brandon Hutchins. Nobody asked for their unsolicited opinions about music. Nobody asked them to re-record their introduction. But here we are. So I will continue to correct them. A little while back, friend of the podcast, Mark Stedman, invited Brendan to participate in his new podcast called List Envy. In their episode, they tried to determine the top five pop punk bands of the 2000s. In this mini series, we'll be following Brendan and Aaron as Aaron listens to the episode of List Envy for the first time to give his reactions to the discussion. These episodes are best digested if you've already heard that episode of Mark's podcast. So we recommend you check out that episode of List Envy before diving in here. With that list locked, I I kind of want to just go over a couple that um I I sort of that are still in my that there's a, a few that are still in my list that I kind of wanted to mention. Um, sure, I, I blew past them earlier, but um Paramore. Oh God, they're so good. Yes, Fuck. Oh, I kind of wanted yeah, to. to boy, I think they need they like they deserve our, a mention. Yes, absolutely. And our our um our our top five list is very penis heavy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think I thought of them a little bit like Evanescence, and that was uh, uh, yeah, unkind. Um, that's an un- un- yeah. undue. That's, that's um, unfortunate. But that, that he has to have heard Misery Business. Right? I actually saw Evanescence live, and they were even worse live than they were. Uh, <laughs> um, You're shaking. No, me. I just I could have told you that. Oh, shit. Yeah, I could have. I would totally call that. Wake I, me up inside. Oh my god, it was so Hold on, pause. bad. Pause. Yep. Uh, we have to pivot to. <laughs> the evanescence uh the greg do you know this greg? the greg the greg i have no idea what you're talking about there i think it's a reddit thread of something about like what lyrics are the best when you replace all the nouns and pronouns with the word greg what the fuck right <laughs> and the one that won was evanescence wake me up okay wake greg up wake <laughs> greg up and greg can't wake up wake greg up and save greg <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's pretty funny. It's fucking funny, yeah. I, I there there should be a Reddit thread about it somewhere. I'm pretty sure it's archived somewhere. I'm telling you, <laughs> it was the you're worst one of the most show. positive people I know. It was <laughs> the worst show I have ever been to. I couldn't even sleep through it. It was, <laughs> I have, and I have slept through concerts. I went to garbage, and they were not garbage. They actually did really great. Yeah. But I, I fell asleep because it was my wedding night. And I was so fucking tired. <laughs> what are the ones that you think that you're you're like, ah, oh, I mean, we know that this is the correct list, but it's a shame that these <laughs> ones didn't make it. Um, The Descendants, man. Okay. The Desc- are you familiar with The Descendants? I don't think I am. Uh, Sad State of Affairs is the song you need to listen to. It's such a sad Dude, state of affairs. Dog and pony and show. I don't care. You've got it in your soul. I, you know, mm, I, I, I mm, it's it's in your vo- it's in your vocals. It's in everything. Like you've got pop show. punk in your brains, mm-hmm. in, in your veins. They don't want to so I've, I've, the, the ones I've got. Um, so Papa Roach. Um, interesting. Pop punk. Oh my god. Yeah. Loved Papa Roach. They were huge for me. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, uh, huge in the. Um, now, the high school realm, you know, the kind of, mm. you know, um, flirting with suicidal feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I was mad at my dad, I would go in the basement, crank the it way too loud. Flirting with. And, and what are you talking about? 
cut my life into pieces. Well, yeah, but I I wasn't that suicidal. So I, oh 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 no. oh oh about you. I was like the lyrics are blatant. Yeah, I'm not talking about blood the brothers. I'm about keep me. it real to the end. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, cut my life into pieces. This, this is, is my, my last, last resort. resort. Oh yeah, fucking great. But I don't think of them. They're not pop. As pop punk. Yeah, they're not. They're they're a metal. Yeah, no. There's, that, this they're is why band. this is why I sort of I wasn't yeah. going to make a case for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a little bit, a little bit too on the emo side. Yeah, um, and also a bit more on the sort of um, the slight hip hop. They're kind closer of, to Lincoln Park um, than they are to You know what I mean? The, with the, with, I the, with the rapping there, with the, the young do. the young person's rapping. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that, that reminds me of. Um, I don't know if I don't know if anybody would ever put. Lincoln Park in the same kind of category, but I'm just kind of reminding yeah, yeah. me of that as well. Absolutely, yeah. That that <laughs> oh, was yeah. that was sort of one of those that was like, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, we're we're in the we're in the same ballpark. That's um, yeah. Jimmy Eat World. I'm so glad somebody finally said their name. Bit yeah. too soft, I think. Yeah, but but good yeah. stuff. Yeah, but but hell, good stuff. Yeah, they were on my yeah. honorables. Yeah, we didn't mention Taking Rock Back Band. Sunday. Yep. Ah, um, or nor nor brand new. Uh, both of those. A little bit, uh, a little bit on the emo side, and uh, they had they had a fun rivalry between the two bands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if uh, if anybody's interested in in hearing about nice, that, nice, good plug, good pivot. Um, there's an <laughs> segue. Excellent episode of the, the sound, sound of, of the, the story, story found mm-hmm. on the wonderful podcast advocate network. That, oh boy, beautifully that, done. Uh, <laughs> that goes into the whole like the from beginning to end the of the whole saga, it, huh? which is really great. Um, and I won't try to recap it now because I'll just get it wrong. <laughs> uh, also, Eve Six. God, I love. Oh them. yes, Eve Six. Eve Six. The, the the short one syllable name followed by the number mm-hmm. is is very much a a trope. Mm-hmm. Two bands. I can think uh, of two bands. Six, yes. Mm-hmm. Some oh, forty one. Oh, Some forty one. Blink one eight two. I thought we were going to get back into plus forty four, but uh, oh that, yeah, that fell away. What are your thoughts on plus forty four? Fine. No, not none because I've never heard of them. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've, I, I misunderstood. I return null. <laughs> I return gotcha. null. Okay. Uh, you so fucking the, nerd. The plus forty four is <laughs> yeah. a um, offshoot of Blink One Eighty Two with uh, with Mark and Travis. Uh, Travis and uh, three other members that I can't remember the name of. Shane is one of them. The band plus forty four was comprised of Mark Hoppus, Travis Barker, Shane Gallagher, and Craig Fairbaugh. That they that they must really hurt, on. considering there's only three people in Blink One Eighty Two to begin with. Look, Tom well, yeah, started it. Was, it, it was when one of the many times that Tom quit the band. Yeah. Um, oh right. Okay. And uh, and so you know the the two fucking powerhouses of the band wanted to keep making music. Surprise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So they made, and I, I think, I think they they called it Plus Forty Four because they were. They were globetrotting at the time, and they were like just fucking all over the place and and making phone calls. I guess. No, <laughs> the top- shaking here. What, what was it? Uh, that's wrong. Okay. Plus, <laughs> plus forty four was the name of the band because the uh, originally started as a small electronica project with Mark and I forget her name, but she makes the album. She's on um, mm-hmm. makes makes me smile. Mm-hmm. It was originally a small little indie project, but she lived in mm-hmm. the UK at the time, and so plus forty four was. Uh, from them doing uh, them talking to each other. Gotcha. And if that's not the case, we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> All right. There's a few things to correct in these bizarre statements. Carol Heller is the name of the woman in Plus 44. The song she is predominantly featured in is called Make You Smile. The band's name is taken from the country code needed to call the UK. This is true. 
However, it is not because the band started as a side project between Mark and Carol. The band started as a side project between Mark and Travis. The reason they chose Plus 44 is because the UK was the first place Mark and Travis had discussed making music alone. How you the, f- <laughs> the telephone to, to mm. do things, I'm guessing? I don't know. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe the last thing, the last band I'll mention is Billy Talent. And then yeah. Oh, dude, I'm so glad you mentioned but, Billy Talent. Yeah, Billy Talent's great. Uh, a song great called band. like Red Button. Is that, is that the name I'm thinking of? I, I, if, if it's the River the Below. only one I know, <laughs> and it has the words Red Button in it, is River Below. Absolute tune. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, that's also on my gym playlist uh, nice. because it's a good like kind of song. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Until next time, thank you very much for listening. And Brendan, thank you for uh, for helping me build this definitive list. We did it. We did. We're successful, and we we, we did it. it. <laughs> we were successful, and we defined it. <laughs> Signing off. Here's yours, and truly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh are we still right. friends? good episode i understand <laughs> where we went wrong you know <laughs> if i was if i was in the room I, I i could have helped write the ship but we still we still landed where we need to where we needed to i think <laughs> uh, uh obviously you know my, uh yeah my only my only um uh disagreement with that list is that newfound glory uh should be on that list who, uh, so instead of goldfinger and higher who does who does it replace? Goldfinger. Yeah, it replaces Goldfinger, but okay. the the order is different. Okay, so number order? one, I would I would number one, I would say probably Blink, and then Green Day, and then uh, oh, I thought uh, you said Newfound Glory had to be at least number one or two. I know, you, but team? after listening to the to the case made for either of them, <laughs> yeah, uh, Newfound Glory is not as successful as the other two. So no. Newfound Glory, solid third. Okay, um, I'm happy Sugar Cult is in the list. I would have put Starting Line in the list instead. I think they were probably better. Uh, as a band than them so i guess i i guess i already have a problem with two-fifths of this list mm-hmm. uh <laughs> yeah you know, of course you were gonna boot bowling for soup yeah yeah no i what i just i just booted sugar cold i'll keep sugar, bowling for sugar soup. Cult wasn't they were number six or seven. Oh, what what is the list then uh uh blink green day uh goldfinger bowling for soup good charlotte yeah, good Charlotte says on there, so I'm gonna boot Bowling for Soup and put Starting Line in there instead. Yeah. Well, fuck, maybe not. Bowling for <laughs> Soup was super fucking popular. No, I'm just trying to. I'm remembering back to yeah, I know what, what Mark said about it. Yeah. And if honestly, it was if he was that passionate about it, they had to have been they had to have been successful over there, right? I think so. Yeah. So global influence is what I'm assuming. So yeah, okay, we'll keep we'll keep Bowling for Soup out there. You could get into the woods about Starting Line and if they're an emo band, etc. But Hmm. Yeah, I don't think of them that way. But I don't either. I I think it was a straight up pop punk band. I think I think they wrote one of the best pop punk albums of all time. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. before we sign off, mm-hmm. I just have to give you. So we, you, uh, consulted with me before you went on this podcast, <laughs> and you were like, "Hey, just just throw me just throw me a list real quick mm-hmm. of what you think the best bands are of two thousand mm-hmm. to two thousand ten." So uh, uh, I'm so glad Jimmy Eat World was uh was said, even though I agree they're not really a pop punk band yeah uh 
one band I was I was probably the most surprised did not come up in conversation mm. was Reliant K. Mm, yes, I don't know mention his list, but I th- there was a list of like forty, and so I just didn't get to all of them. Yes, there um, are forty three bands in this Slack message. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna rattle them off real quick. Uh, all disqualified for for many reasons that I may also um, run on sentence with. Academy is could be made for the case that mm-hmm. uh, it's an emo band, not a pop punk band. All American Rejects was said. Alistair, one of my favorite pop mm-hmm. punk bands of all time. I understand why they didn't make the list. Mm-hmm. The Ataris, super mm-hmm. successful, mm-hmm. super popular. Mm-hmm. Um, that So Long Astoria album is just like it. It was. Uh, I know so many people that were into it. Uh, Blink twenty two is on the list. Bowling for Soup is on the list. Uh, Boys like girls. Uh, I wasn't necessarily really into them, but right. I think they were really popular. Right. Uh, throw it away forget yesterday great escape that's what um brand news on that list cartel one of my favorite mm-hmm. pop punk bands mm-hmm. i think chroma is an incredible album i really couldn't get into it i tried fuck dude i tried over and many you know years what? that's why they that's why they're not in the discussion but certainly yeah. and obviously much of this list is my own personal preference sure. and taste uh dashboard Dashboard Confessional. Uh, yeah. Again, emo. an emo band, like, not a solid yeah. emo. I don't even think. Yeah, and then when, punk. and when they got their full band sound, it was more of a straightforward rock band. Yeah, it wasn't really. Yeah. Um, follow up was punk label. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely vagrant, right? Drive through. Yeah. Oh, vagrant. Well, Drive through released their first album, uh, uh, the but moves? then they got picked up by vagrant. Ah, yeah. Okay. But drive through always have that first pressing of Swiss Army Romance. Hell yeah. Um, but banana bread at work, dude? Hell yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't. Have I got a YouTube video for you? Uh, <laughs> All right. Fallout Boy is on this list, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I, I certainly think they were part of the discussion. I think they're very close. They're, they're probably, they're, I mean, they're nipping at the heels of that top five spot. Yeah. If not on it. Um, Phoenix TX was very, very influential in the early days of pop punk mm-hmm. in, in, the, mm-hmm. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what came out in the 2000s that would put them on this list. I think they were probably broken up by like 2004 or something. Right. According to Wikipedia, on September 19th of 2002, the disbandment of Phoenix TX was officially announced. Um, but Lechuza has like three some on it. It's got some. It's it's got some. Their last album has some pretty good songs on it. Uh, Goldfinger. We talked about Good Charlotte. We talked about Green Day. We talked about Three Gs. Three G band. <laughs> Hello Goodbye is on this list. Now, Hello Goodbye w- was one of the most popular drive-through bands when I interned there. Uh they were mm, everywhere. Mm, Shimmy mm, Shimmer mm. Quarter Turn. Mm-hmm. God, that, uh, that, that whole first EP, even Zombies, Aliens, Vampires, Dinosaurs, uh, Oh It Is Love, you know, they're, they're certainly a case to be made. I don't I don't think they're in the Pantheon. And also with the gift of time, I don't Hello Goodbye's best album by far is not on drive-through records. Uh, would it kill you? Which is, I believe, released in 2010, is like this amazing forest. Like it was, it's forest with time. Mm-hmm. And man, he just wrote an incredible fucking album. Uh, would it kill you? Probably in my top 20 of all time. Top 20 albums of all time. It's an incredible album. Wow. Um, well, we got to make that list sometime. Our top, our top twenty, our top twenty of all time albums. Yeah, that's Jesus Christ. That's so hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be fun. But so uh, the as you guys, as everybody knows, the format is one of my favorite bands. And, <laughs> yeah, everyone uh, knows. The, there's there's yeah, their second album, Dog <laughs> Problems, is so an boring. incredible album, way up there as well. And 
you know, they, they were so good at having this sort of sound and then just throwing that idea out the window and just making fucking music. Mm-hmm. And certainly Forrest, uh, had hello goodbye and it was very synth heavy, you know, it was very power pop. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, one day he just woke up. He's like, I'm fucking sick of it all. And he just made this, this wonderful, beautiful album. Fuck dude. It's so good. But I liken it to like dog problems or so, and something where it's just like, man, I've never heard this before, but it's, it's like new and it's also familiar mm. and it's, and it's just so well-crafted and fuck dude. It's one of my best, uh, one of my favorites. Hit the lights. Greenwald on the wall behind you. <laughs> Greenwald. The switch. Go for it. <laughs> Hit the lights got really popular at the yeah. end of, at the end of the decade. Yeah. Uh, I remember going to see them. Uh, a buddy of mine actually proposed to his then girlfriend at a Hit the Lights concert. They're still together? No, they never even got married. Oh, um, <laughs> that's all right. Better, better, <laughs> yes. better that way. Yeah, absolutely. But I remember seeing them on their uh, their first album had just come out. This is a stick up. Don't make this a murder. And oh man, it was a great, great mm-hmm. pop punk album. Mm-hmm. Um, God, that's super good. Yeah, the secret track on that album is fucking good. I mean, Body Bag is a great is a great single i don't know what technically the name of that secret track is but like uh do you know what i'm talking about you don't know how much i adore damp rack soaked in chloroform anyway that's so good according to wikipedia the name of the secret track is her eyes say yes but the restraining order says no wow that is problematic it's a yeah so that's a great album uh and the next album took a couple years. Uh, I think there was some infighting. Uh, the lead singer left and the guitar player became the lead singer. Uh, I remember mm. that stuff. Anyway, uh, moving on. Homegrown. Love that, Homegrown. King's a pop, that King's a Pop record is so, so good. Good. Could stand on its own yeah. and fight any one of those yeah. bands album-wise. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Start to finish, just mm-hmm. just textbook pop punk. That's yep. another yep. like. Yep. That's another album. Right, that's like yep. that is how you make a pop punk album. Anyway, I would say agreed. I just uh, didn't think that it was big they didn't enough. stay. Yeah, they yeah. didn't stay. Yeah, they certainly were there, but they didn't stay. Right. And they were they were getting weird too. Yeah, uh, they were another band that weren't really innovating. They were right. following because their next EP was like six years later, some crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. The album Kings of Pop was released in 2002. The next EP, When It All Comes Down, was released in 2004. And it was super emo and totally unlike the great energy they had done yep. in Kings of Pop. So, yep. um, Jimmy World is on this list. Obviously, they're amazing, um, so especially during like, that time. Like, that is the time for Jimmy World. That, you think of pop punk when you think of them. Like no, Jimmy I World. think that. I think that they. The thing is, is like a lot of these bands toured together and came up at the same time. Right. You know, like the middle is, is yeah, that could easily be a pop punk song. <laughs> but bleed, <laughs> bleed American is an album. Yeah, it's too, it's too heavy, right? right? It's not it's not pop punk enough. Right. Um. So there's ele- there's elements, you know, okay. I, and again, uh, like Lucky Boys Confusion was my next. Right. Uh, great, great fucking Chicago band. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly ska and reggae influenced, but influence, yeah. not on commitment. Right. And that album was certainly between 2000 and 2010. And fuck, dude, that's such a great album. Mest is on this list. Uh, yeah, Mest 2000, is great. 2003 was their self-titled and when they started to get kind of emo. 
Um, their their second album, Destination Unknown, will always be one of my favorite albums. Uh, Midtown, Midtown's on this list. Uh, by the time it was the two thousands, I think that Midtown, go Midtown, go Midtown. I said that. I know. <laughs> Living Well's uh, the best revenge. Their second album on Drive Through was one of my is is one of my favorites. I uh, enjoy it so much more than uh, what is the third album that was on. That was on Vagrant instead of Drive Through. Forget it's what about- you know. Forget what you know. Okay. The album Forget What You Know was released on Columbia Records. Yeah. It has the bald guy eating like cereal at a table yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they switched labels at that point? Is that what happened? Correct. Interesting. Yeah, correct. Interesting. Um, Fucking love But I know you really like that album. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's great. Uh, I remember listening to that album. The, the, the day I got into that was July 4th of... Uh, probably the year after it came out. Um, uh-huh. it had, I remember it was it had been out for a while, but I was just Joe's Crab Shack off of I five at on uh, on the Columbia and waiting for. I was like I was there. It was still bright white, bright light out, and uh, waiting for fireworks. And uh, just I, I I think it was the only CD I had with me, maybe. And so I listened to it a whole bunch, and I like really got into it. Yeah. It was a slow burn on me too. I didn't yeah. appreciate it till much later. Yeah. Um. But Midtown's first album, "Save the World, Lose the Girl," uh, that's one of my favorite Midtown albums. Mm, it's the they're, they're still so young. The album that taught me what the word affectation means. Affectations, yeah, it's a a, a mask, right? Mm-hmm. Merriam-Webster defines affectation as speech or conduct not natural to oneself, an unnatural form of behavior meant especially to impress others. Like my British accent. I know they're a fucking Ivy League college band. It's mm, weird. Mm. Anyway, forget what you know. Uh, slow burn. I think that's like two thousand six, two thousand eight, something like that. It's 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 in the back end of of that decade. The album "Forget What You Know" was released on June twenty ninth, two thousand four. Again, solid, solid. But these are these are my hipster flexes, right? I don't <laughs> I don't know that any of these bands right, are are exactly. Um, uh, popular gold successful hipster flex whatever (laughs) they were on tony hawk um motion city soundtrack we yeah we talked about that um the movie life one of my uh i didn't appreciate movie life when it was there i didn't get into it till much later until like i am the avalanche was out yeah to go back to old movie life and i was like oh yeah this is it uh mxpx i think there's a strong case for mxpx but yes. i don't think you were qualified to talk nope. about it and i don't think uh stedman was either newfound glory is on this list panic the discos at this on this list only because they were super successful uh i think they found their footing much better as a pop act yeah after the 2000 after 2010 yeah um but fever you can't sweat out you know people know it mm-hmm. and pete Wentz signed them you know Mm. paramore is on this list i'm glad you guys talked about paramore mm-hmm. plain white tees is on this list i i love their very first album stop well, actually technically their second uh their their first fearless records album <laughs> stop uh which was the album before all that we needed which has hey there delilah which is the song everybody knows from plain white tees yep um punchline one of my favorite bands was not yeah, talked about no uh again just like a solid diy band yeah. forever and ever and ever yeah uh you if you love them you love them yeah you know they're very they're, cool. they're but I, I i would probably argue that 37 everywhere was like their closest to getting uh mainstream hmm. didn't really happen and that's fine uh reliant k is on here uh, uh, reliant k 
it's kind of tough because I feel like some bands just get more coverage because they're a Christian band. Reliant K obviously started off as a Christian act, uh, much like Lifehouse, Creed, that kind of stuff. Both Jason Wade of Lifehouse and Scott Strap of Creed have gone on record saying that their bands are not Christian bands. Legitimately good pop punk music, though. Fuck, Mm Mm-hmm is an amazing album. Yeah is oh man uh i would have gladly um talked shit about that uh rocket summer i love the rocket summer's first three rocket albums summer. actually I'm, I'm not i don't know them rocket summer uh bryce avery who was signed to who was signed to the militia group when he was 15 recorded i, I think he was 15 when he was signed anyway he recorded he recorded a, an album when he was 15 played every instrument on it wow nice yeah uh, and then his first album from Militia Group was uh, Calendar Days. And that's just, it's so bright and fun and happy. It's just, it's really light and wonderful. And I love it. And he, you know, you, gr- you watched him grow up through his albums. Bryce Avery wrote, recorded, and released his first AP at the age of 16, in which he played every instrument on the record. The EP was released in 2000. And Avery signed with the Militia Group two years later, and released the album Calendar Days in 2003. His second album, oh, had Brat Pack, and I'm forgetting the name of it, but... The second studio album from the Rocket Summers, titled Hello, Good Friend. You know, it was just like, I'm over high school and I'm over this and that. He grew up a little bit and released Do You Feel, which is a great, kind of like a Gavin DeGraw, like a pop, like a straightforward like pop with some rock influence. Anyway... Uh, but- Rocket Summer could have easily been part of the discussion. Hmm. Uh, Rufio. Yeah, yeah, Love yeah. Rufio. Uh, just a solid band. Yeah. Uh, nothing to write home. You know, they played super fast, and they got better. They got better with every album. Right. Once they got away from the speed metal type stuff and, and just started playing, like, really, mm-hmm. really melodic shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. There's, they, have some, they have some fucking great music. You, um, when you mentioned Punch... Mon- punchline punchline yes i always forget the name i don't know why um but it reminded me of farewell did you ever listen to farewell no okay um they had an album uh isn't this supposed to be and it had some really great songs on it like 88s and zelda uh really good really good pop punk album um but it was just if, if it's so small that you don't know about them then um, <laughs> they're not gonna make the list yeah one band I skipped, I was going in alphabetical order, The Living End. Mm, they're a rockabilly band. Right. I, 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 I found them in the 2000s, and I right. fucking love them. They've been around forever yeah. since, like, the 80s. According to Wikipedia, The Living End formed in 1994. I thought that was one of the bands that Stedman was going to bring up, honestly. Yeah. Um, End of the World is a great track, uh, and that was on a Tony Hawk. That was on Tony Hawk Underground 2, I think. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so you know you could argue that they're from australia so the fact that we even know about them at all is a, a testament to how popular miss, they are i miss playing tony hawk i miss having no obligations and just yeah. chilling have you heard of have you heard of thug pro thug pro yeah no it's basically like the freeware version of somebody took the tony hawk underground 2 engine uh-huh. and and they just went fucking hog on it nice look it up I will. If you have a, if you have a controller, you can download it. I have it. a PS3 controller. Oh yeah, perfect. Hmm. Uh, do you know what? Do, uh, and also, if you still have your uh, guitar, uh, plastic guitar instruments, Clone Hero is fucking amazing. Nice. 
Well, it's you just you just go online, you download any fucking chart you want, and you can play it. Nice. And there's tons of charters. There's a whole community, dude. Awesome. It's really it's really cool. I had my sister over well. for a week, uh, staying at my new house, and we played Rock Band three a couple times, and it was fucking fun. Oh, I love it. I miss oh, it. Yeah, I love drums. I yeah. love Rock Band yeah, drums. Exactly. Moving on. Yes. Saves the day. Saves the day. Mm. Saves the day. Great fucking band. Belongs yes. in the pantheon of emo music, right. not of pop punk music. Cool. Uh, through being cool, one of my favorite saves the day albums stay what you are and then through being cool <laughs> yeah well is that a cover shit i never thought about that cause i'm through being cool that's different and everyone is saying all about me that's different. whatever the words are yeah Just okay similar lyrics but stay what you are i think is the name of that album the one with um at your funeral yeah oh my god it's such a great at song. your funeral's a, a great song right the only song i like by them Really? Yeah. Through Being Cool has some great lyrics. Let me take this awkward saw, run it against your thigh. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. They do um, have good lyrics, but yeah, they, they after really your do. funeral is the only one that caught me. Yeah. Uh, there's, dude, there's, Stay Where You Are is all, uh, other amazing lyrics. One of my favorite lyrics from that album is, um, uh, my gut is burning. Won't you bring me some water? Hey, man, forget it. Just bring me gasoline. Nice. <laughs> the lyrics to the song See You by Saves a Day are... My gut is burning. Won't you find me some water? Hey, just forget it. Can you bring me gasoline? It's great. Uh, I, <laughs> I actually think Gatsby's American Dream oh. is probably more influenced by Saves the Day than I might think because mm, their lyrics mm, are. Mm, I feel mm, like they're mm-hmm. they're in the same vibe. They're mm-hmm. in the same like amoeba. Mm-hmm. Um, show Off. We love Show Off. Love Show Off. Uh, but I think their great. contribution... Yep. I think their contribution to the genre doesn't count because it was technically never released. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. uh their first album was released in ninety-nine, I think. But they were the first pop punk band to be signed to a major label. You know, they mm. they belong in the discussion, certainly. It just wasn't this decade. Uh Simple Plan, super popular. Don't know how we missed that one talking about it. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of them, but again, but you can't you can't deny the influence they had. They're from Canada. <laughs> we knew about them. I guarantee yeah. you that Stedman knew about them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a kid. Why. Life is a nightmare. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simple Plan, Some Forty One, Good Charlotte. I feel like all came up at the same time. Mm-hmm. We learned about mm-hmm. all three of those bands at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um. So there was de- certainly a case to be made about Simple Plan. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, something Corporate is on this list. I love Something Corporate. Uh, but again, that's the drive-through talking. I love every band on drive-through, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is why I think Alistair is is was in the discussion. Um, uh, starting line is next because I'm going in alphabetical order. Sugar Cult is after that. Some forty one. Uh, they all talked about Take Back Sunday, which you finally mentioned. Yellow Card and Zebrahead. Uh, Zebrahead again. Too many genres to match up to really feel like it's a pop punk band, mm-hmm. but uh, was definitely on Warp Tour. You know, less yeah. than Jake was on Warp Tour too, but yeah. They're not a pop punk band, so right. Really, I really, I guess this genre is, uh, could be could be billed on Warp Tour, right? Yes, agreed. Yeah, which is why I feel like Jimmy Eat World is part of the discussion. But were they on Warp Tour? You had Jimmy Eat World? Yeah, I have to imagine so. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing them built, but Jimmy Eat World performed on Warp Tour in 1999, 2001, and 2002. But you had a really no effects was on fucking warp tour, so exactly, yeah, and also no and warp tour changed over the yeah. years, right? 
What were yeah. we gonna ask? You had some good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at your list, mm-hmm. uh, your your preliminary list. Uh, Alien Ant Farm. Yeah. Again, uh, they're in a Papa Roach sort of right. band about Adjacent. bugs. Um, yeah, new metal influenced. Right. Um, great cover though. Fuck, mm-hmm. that smooth criminal cover is one the, for the, the ages. Most popular ringtone of all time. Oh really? I I, I don't know. Everybody seemed to oh. have it <laughs> because because like custom ringtones were same time as yeah, that song yeah, yeah. everybody God. had that i remember composing my own ringtones oh hell yeah i do that all the time jesus no i mean like using using like Maybe. code like on the yeah like on the old nokia phones you could oh like, oh i didn't do that compose your own ringtone and i and i would do like above me by rufio and shit anyway <laughs> um nice. uh so glad we talked about billy talent hell yeah love billy talent uh screams screamo emo yeah um, not pop punk, but great band. Uh, again, would be on Warp Tour. Uh, Eve Six. So glad you talked uh, about they Eve were. Six. Yeah, I bought their shirt on Warp. Oh, Tour. really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great story. <laughs> I never saw them. I never saw them live. They were great. They were fucking fantastic. That's why I was lamenting that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Eve Six. Uh, great, great fucking band. Mm-hmm. Straight up rock. Not a pop punk band. I'm I'm yeah. sad I didn't list like me first in the gimme games. Riddling kids, that's a great pull. Now mm-hmm. there are there are mm-hmm. certain bands that have you seen them? No, I've never seen them live. They were they were pretty good. Really? There are certain bands yeah. that I feel like they toured with uh, everybody talked about, but like nobody actually listened to. Riddling kids is one of those bands I feel like. Hmm. Everybody's like, oh yeah, I know the name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um Piebald is another name like that. I don't, I don't <laughs> like, even know. I've them. certain <laughs> I've heard that I've heard that name a million times, but I've never heard their music um what else uh uh there's one more band you pulled newfin which i thought was great no use for a name there uh not by choice that was another band Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that i i just remember everybody knew that band but nobody could tell me a single not by choice song. right yeah but there are a lot of names like that at the time don't look down not by choice you know contraction and two more words yeah 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 (laughs) Don't look down was great. Oh man, you you like them? Uh, I, I like their I like their very first EP. Okay. Uh, once they released their first full album, I was like, oh, you're just like a rock band. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I saw them with overall Good Charlotte solid though. at Little Stink. Yeah, I remember Little Stink, but Little Stink was like heavier stuff, like a Papa Roach, and pop punk stuff. Like I, right. Good Charlotte played Little Stink at least twice. Right. Mess, I think, yeah, usually played. Too. Good Charlotte and Mess toured together for so fucking long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I think we saw pairing. them like I think we saw them like four times in a year once or something like that. that sounds about right. Because they went out on tour with Good Charlotte, and then they went out on tour with Homegrown, and then they went out on tour with Good Charlotte again, mm-hmm. and then they headlined their own tour or some bullshit like that. Like it was, uh, it was crazy. Okay, that's that's my that's my piece. That's my I wish I if I would have been in the room, that's what I would have said type shit. Nice. I'm glad you had your opportunity. <laughs> Thanks for listening. New announcements and as always, outtakes are at the end of the credits. Naft is me, Brendan Hutchins, Aaron Wong, and corrections performed by David Callison. Find David's podcast at the sound and the story dot show. Aaron can be found wandering around L.A. or, like, just call him sometime. He misses you. He's in the band Downtown at downtownisaband.com, and a link to their album on Spotify is in the show notes. I just released my first single, Fall Fast, and it's on all the streaming platforms, and a link is also in the show notes. 
Also, I started a new podcast called Singing to My Girlfriend. Hi, Margaret. Found wherever you get podcasts. Send a tweet or Insta at NaftPod and tell us how wrong I was on List Envy or what your top five pop punk bands would have been. In a couple weeks, we'll have an episode or series of episodes on the number one pop punk band of the 2000s, Blink-182. Merriam-Webster defines affectation as speech or conduct not natural. God damn it. Yes, thank you for this opportunity. The lyrics to the song See You by Saves a Day are My gut is burning. Won't you find me? My gut is burning. Won't you find me some water? Hey, just forget it. Can you bring me gasoline? But like seven octaves higher and really nasally. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, thanks, Brendan. I hope these work. If they don't, let me know.